Do we have hello? Do we have, do we have to be do we have to be chipper? No. Ashley's normally the chipper one. It's too early in the morning for to be chipper. chipper. No. Not at all. You it's, don't even have a drink. It's glitch, please. I'm Gus. I'm I'm Adam. I'm Alfredo. I'm Ryan. You're hello. right, I, I don't have a drink. I fucked up. I'm sleepy today. I didn't realize that these cups were so specific though. There's literally like a sippy hole here. Yeah. If you don't put it there, it dribbles. Is that true? Yeah. Like, really? It no, only dribbles if you put it lined up just, with the crease. Why is it? That's sippy? It, the 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 indicators just so you don't put it right on that crease. Look, just don't question it. The cup is demanding something. I've been drinking it wrong this whole time. <sighs> wow, look, you, I've, can, I've seen, you don't have a sippy hole. You're fine. Right. Yeah, that's true. Your mouth can go anywhere. There's not like sip here. Uh, I want yeah. that on a T-shirt. Your mouth can go anywhere. Your mouth. Can. <laughs> <laughs> it's the less well-known sequel to the Reading Rainbow. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like a Dr. Seuss book, right, for kids. Like, your, your mouth can go anywhere. Go you know, anywhere. That's <laughs> Just take a look. Are we starting over? <laughs> no, no, we're going with it. All right. Um, all right. We're gonna talk about video games. I guess normally we talk about what we're playing first. That's the normal thing. What, what are you? What are you playing? What are you? Okay. What, what am I playing? Yeah. Uh, I've been playing a little bit of. Uh, I played some more of, of Fractured Butthole. I played more of Shadow War and Fractured Butthole. I think I'm putting Sh Shadow of War on hold. And after my last play session of uh, Fractured Butthole, I think I'm also going to shelve that. Really? really? Oh. It is good, and it's fun. Like the, I actually really like the combat. I like the exploration. The co the This is going to sound stupid. The comedy is almost too immature. <laughs> like, Who are you? There's, there's a lot of just In like, a South Park game? Right. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I, that's what I should expect. But there, there's like, there's there's a couple kinds of humor. There's there's the the humor that's like, I can't believe they're making like a, a priest pedophilia joke. That's really funny, kind of, uh, in a way, joke. <laughs> but then there's just like the I'm gonna go shit on all these toilets jokes. You you re I, you realize that butthole is in the name of the game. Absolutely, I was forewarned. <laughs> but. Um, Maybe it's just you need a break for it. Yeah, for yeah. yeah. Just, come it, back to it. Like some of that humor, it, it it's so often. That even the mild like comedic value that it offers is like it's it's kind of it's lackluster. Mm. The game itself is still pretty fun, but this week is like the games week, and there's no reason to play a game and not 100% jazzed on. Wolfenstein. Um, yeah, right. Wolfenstein. I got to play that yesterday. Nice. I, I also yeah, I also got a round of. Do you know that League of Legends board game I brought in a few episodes ago? I got to play yeah. play sessions of that, and that game is that game's awesome. Like how many people did you play with? I played with three, okay. and. We got through about three scenarios, and man, that game is so much fun. The the, the scenarios are like they, they define different objectives. Like our one objective, our school was being, uh, our school was on fire, and we had to like remove a bomb from the school and drop it off at a pad. And it's just like it's just like goofy fun. And if you want a co-op game, I recommend that. What's one. the name of the game again? Mech versus Minions. Mechs versus Minions. Uh -huh. It's like the kind of things you don't want to be googling. You end up on a list. Yeah. Bomb in school. <laughs> school on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Get yeah. a flag real quick. You're gonna visit real fast. What are you playing, dude? Uh, I've been playing Destiny 2 on PC. I waited. I didn't play it on console. I've waited for PC. Mm -hmm. uh, Shadow of War. So I was playing Shadow of War, and I kind of put it aside so I could play Destiny 2 so we could talk about it today. And of course, PUBG. PUBG's ruining me. Like, I want to play Fractured But Whole. I haven't even picked that up yet. Uh, I, I started late on Shadow of War because I was playing PUBG. And every game I'm playing, I'm just like, I could be playing PUBG. That's cool that yeah. you have a game that like you can keep coming back to for that many hours, though. That is cool. But how many you, hours how, do you have in that game? Oh, it's, I was. It's not that many. I think it's only like 160. That's it, really? Yeah. How? I mean, I guess you just how? play like a couple Guys. rounds at a time. I've yeah. got two accounts, and one of them has 143. <laughs> I know the other one has probably about 100. Uh, I don't know. It's like. I don't play for extended periods of time. It's like the kind of game I'll play, then I'll get really pissed off. It's like, that's it. 
I'm done. That's a lot. <laughs> Step away. Yeah, and after come like back. four hours, I have 500 hours in that game. Damn. Oh my god! <laughs> Don't touch me. Don't what? touch me. How do you like Shadow of War being you? Like you hate open world games, right? But I, and, and this game, it's you hate not that I, open world. Like the the thing is about that game is that it has no structure, and I feel like you hate no structure. What are you talking about it's got quests. Yeah. It's like, hey, if you want to advance yeah, the plot, right. go do this. So I do. It is the kind of game I normally hate. Yeah. Uh, but there are occasionally games like that that I will play. Like I played GTA V. Okay. And I played it all the way through. Um, I don't know what it is. I really liked Shadow of Mordor. Uh, I don't know if it's the universe or. Yeah. I like the I like the stealth mechanic in the game. The the one where like enemies never see you even if you're right in front of them right. as long as you're crouched. <laughs> right. Just crouch. Yeah. Enemies they can't see below like this <laughs> level. If you're d below it, you're fine. Uh, or my favorite sounds like my type dogs. of stealth that, that, whole, yeah. that whole yeah. game, I can you can just run around and be like, I'm stealthing, and you can literally sprint while you're crouching and walk up to them and stab them in the face. And a friend looks over and is like, what was that? And like looks directly at you. But as long as you push the props soon enough, you can kill him too in stealth. Well, it's that's amazing. when you get the upgrade where you can oh, just yeah. chain stealth uh, yeah. stab people. It's great. I think it's the stealth mechanic that I really like in right. that game. Mm. And uh, sneaking around killing I people. I like that game a lot, and I wish you could play it. Um... When is Windows Store gonna stop being an absolute piece of shit? Ooh. Oh, you bought on the Windows Store. Well, I bought it that on. That was a mistake. No, no, I see. It's play. It's a Play Anywhere title. Oh, I didn't so know you that. Can play it on. If you've got it on Xbox, it works on in Windows Store as well. Oh. Uh, I'm really happy about that. Which? Where do you own it? I was playing it on the Xbox One. Okay. Yes, you can. Ins well, <laughs> maybe you can install it on your uh, PC. Um, I can't on my home. Machine. I had it installed. I was playing it, and then one day it was like, I can't load this anymore. I don't know. Are you serious? It's like an authorization issue. So I was like, Sorry. all right. So I tried resetting it, resetting it. There's like four go-to how to fix the stupid-ass Windows Store things, and I'd done all of them. Four? Well, uh, there's like three. <laughs> three go-to fix the stupid-ass. I, le I learned that this is in German, how you ask, how you signal for three, right? Was, yeah. Versus this. We've all seen Inglorious Bastards. Is, right, right. Um, this is the fuck up. Correct way. <clears throat> um, so I re tried reinstalling it. Now it gets to 99% and just says, oh, I can't do it. It's like in installation failed. Will retry. And then it just does that. Weird. And it nice. succeeds. Is there like a verify file integrity? Like Steve? I have done, there is. And I've done that. Damn. I've done all sorts of things to try and make this fucker install. And this isn't the first time that I've had this struggle with Windows Store. And I'm not the only one that has it. It's, is it cross-save? Like where you get your... Yes. That's what? It works great. It's cross-save? Well, no, it doesn't. Here at home, I've got it here at work, <laughs> and I had it at home. It was working great. Damn. So it just stop. So you just play on Xbox and go play a PC and then go you play You could. Xbox I've got it on, installed on my PC here, and it works fine on my... PC here at work. Damn. And it's all that's fine. That's awesome. It's cool when it but, works, yeah, it but motherfucking I mean, Windows Store, work. why is it <laughs> garbage? If, if only there weren't some examples of how to properly run a store where you download it and play games. They're a small company. Give them some slack. <laughs> it's such a piece of garbage. That's terrible. That's, that's terrible. But in Play Anywhere, part of it works fine. The same trains there, well. I guess. You know. The frame rate is obviously way better on PC. Mm -hmm. You go back to the Xbox, you're like, why? Mm -hmm. And then you're like, oh, it's because I can't install it on my PC at home because it's a cunt. Yeah. Ooh. Jeez. Language. That's a hard word. That was two hours of my night last <laughs> night. <laughs> Downloading, it's a 65 gig game, and I downloaded it five times trying <laughs> to get that fuck to work. Gonna hit those bandwidth caps. So what yeah. have you been playing if you're not playing Shadow of War? I have actually been playing it when I'm at work or on my Xbox at home. Uh, I've been trying to finish that before I start Fractured Butthole. And then I played... Uh, Wolfenstein yesterday, uh, thanks to Gus. Woo. Uh, it was a lot of fun.
Yeah. I, I watch you for a little while. It was it's, it's a very fun game. It's, it's not the game. You just watch it. You. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you it starts okay. I will say this about it though. Uh, a lot more domestic abuse in it than you would think. Okay. The first. Uh, That's a good representation of Nazi Germany, I guess. First, well, I or think Nazi America. I don't, it's not. Yeah, it's Nazi America. The first hour of gameplay in that you're not playing a lot of it as you watch stories from his childhood. Hmm. Oh. Uh, you watch some other characters that are. Uh, you know, parent-child interacting aggressively. So you just get to wait. So things, you have several encounters in that that normally you would just be like, oh, this is just one of those things where I can just like interrupt what's yeah. going on. Like there's two characters arguing and I'll just do something while they're arguing to get me out of this situation. And it's like, no, you're just to watch this. <laughs> Weird. You're going to stay there until this whole tableau mm -hmm. plays out. Feel, feel bad simulator 2017. Jeez, they're trying to prepare you for the bloodbath you have to bestow upon yeah, all the Pretty much. Oh, but like, once you get to the bloodbath, boy, is it bloodbath. It's like some kind of clockwork <laughs> orange shit. Like, you gotta force your eyes open, pretty you gotta much. watch all of this stuff. They really get you up to that point where you're like, I get why he's so angry all the time. But yeah, when you then it finally unleashes you on the Nazis, and you're like, I'm gonna stealth kill this guy, and you take a fire axe and chop both his legs off, and then stab him in the throat, and it's like, That's there's overkill. the violence. Yeah. There it is. Sounds like overkill. Uh, aside from that, though, fun game so far. Mm -hmm. It got a really, good, it's had really good reviews uh, from what I've seen so far. Oh, we should comment that uh, we received that copy of Wolfenstein 2 early from uh, Bethesda. I received it early from Gus. Yeah, I received it, then I gave it to him. <laughs> I got an early copy, haven't had time to play it. Mm. it sucks. Damn. What, what, uh, are you, what are you playing? I've been right? playing Destiny 2 on the PC, mm. so I'm getting ready for that raid. And then on top of that, still going back to PUBG and Siege. Mm. Those are going to be my like forever games for a <laughs> while. But, man, PUBG has really been kicking me down to the ground lately. I heard you were, uh, you were telling someone you weren't happy with the state of the game lately. I'm not. Uh, it just the uh, I don't know, man. Like the desync with that game mm. is pretty bad. Yeah. The like the frame rates. I, I remember how before it's like, oh man, you couldn't look at Polygon at all. You just dropped to like thirty. And then there was an update, and I was like, oh, I, I'm actually getting like a hundred FPS steady. I don't know what happened. It's just it's it's back to how it used to be, where mm. you, just, you can't your FPS just drops like crazy in big areas. I even have a clip too where I was playing. And like I shot one guy, and I knew another guy was coming around the corner. So I ran, I turned around, ran behind me, and I was literally three large steps around the corner, and then just died. Yeah. And it, I was like, what? It could be. I've, I've noticed lately uh, more hacking than I had in the past. So it could be some of that going on. Mm. The other day, I, I finally ran into one. Yeah. The, I, the other day, I was playing, and at incredibly long range, someone killed me with a shotgun, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> What the fuck just happened? And then from my death cam, I could see them like, boom, like zoom in really fast. Yeah. Grab my stuff and then, bam, take off. What happened like, oh, too? What the fuck? I was at a, I was at school where that little pole like building is, mm -hmm. and I was at the stairs. A dude was at the bottom. He was literally like crouched. I could see the top of his head, but there was like cement in front of him. And he was shot, and it went through the wall, and it killed me. And then he just zoomed over like he was the Flash. And I was like, oh, that's a hacker. Mm -hmm. That sucks. I'm a little concerned. One of the things I was at TwitchCon a weekend or two ago, and there was a, Omen brought this huge setup where they were doing 40-person tournaments, mm -hmm. which actually worked really well in kind of like an eSports sort of feel. Mm. Did uh, they do anything to adjust the blue zone? or is it <coughs> Yes, they got rid of red zone and they sped up the blue zone, okay, yeah. uh, which a lot of people did not deal with well. A lot of them stayed out too long. Yeah, you forget, really. you forget. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. um, but as part of that setup, they had, you know, as 
you guys know with the custom server, you can have that spectator viewpoint. Uh, the desync between what was happening on the spectator view versus what you know should have been happening in the game was really, really bad. And I'm starting to wonder if that isn't occasionally a more honest view. Mm. Um, the spectator view? Yeah. Because mm. Well, I the mean, spectators would be just treated as another client, right? It doesn't have any special. I don't know access. It does. It doesn't seem like that when you're like watching your teammate play. You frequently will be watching them shoot at something. It's like, you know, they're a foot behind the person and hitting. But in your viewport, it's terrible. So I assume that the spectator view is not very reliable. Mm -hmm. But the amount of people that were zipping around, and this was in a pretty small area, kind of. I don't know if they could do a, a land setup in that. No. But, so it could have been that it was because it was hopping up to a server and back. Mm -hmm. But um, it makes me a little concerned. Though, I will say that that is a cool game to have that viewport on. And if that is how they can turn that into some kind of like eSports thing, it's going to be pretty neat. Mm -hmm. You're going to maybe consider moving over to Fortnite Battle Royale? No. <laughs> <laughs> PUBG. Um, and they're, they're really aggressively starting to talk about the final push to the 1.0 release. So mm -hmm. I feel like these are pretty major things to be yeah. Still a huge problem this late in the game. Have you guys noticed it? And this is maybe one of those like back in my day sort of moments, but I feel like in the distance things are popping more than they used to. Like it used to be, I felt like I could just see without too many Fox, loading yeah. issues. Yeah, and it's like that, it made it very easy when I used to, there was a player in the distance, and now it's like, oh, that was just a rock or just like a tree is. Mm. I mean, I'm on ultra settings for everything, but even still, it still doesn't feel quite as smooth out there as it used to be, which is probably part of how they're trying to address the frame rate issues. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Back when that's I did play, I had a lot of pop-in. I had a lot of like, oh, the bush is loading in while I walk, and that's yeah. not a player, it's a bush. But That bush will get you every time. I mean, the bush yeah. is like that four-foot bush in the distance. It's like, I, oh, player! Oh, no. Oh, no. I love hiding in those bushes, though. <laughs> I'll, I'll get in them and like holster all my weapons and just sit, <laughs> and then just wait, and then watch people come by and just bap, bap, you got killed by a bush. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, uh, what's this? They, as you were talking about the blue zone, they also increased the damage in the blue zone with uh, the most recent patch. Oh, did they? Yeah, the first iteration of the blue zone is the same damage as it was before, but every subsequent iteration causes more damage because they're trying to force people more into it and not fighting from the outside the blue. I'm curious, and I haven't really uh, experimented with this, but when does stage two damage start? This is PUBG talk brought to you by Glitch Please. Ashley's <laughs> 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 not here to stop us. <laughs> Guess what? We're just going to talk about it. Uh, stage two damage. What do you mean? Okay, so you're in the blue zone, right? Mm -hmm. you, you're out left outside the, the the circle as it closes. You're getting stage one damage. It hits the white zone and makes a second circle. Does it advance to stage two damage at that point, or does it wait until it starts contracting again? I think it waits until it starts contracting again. Okay. I think. I don't know that for a hundred percent. But is is there is there a if you stay in the zone for too long and increases the damage just a little bit? I don't know. I've yeah, never I've see, never paid attention. Yeah. It's always like I've always just like I got to haul ass. Like yeah. I, yeah. I know this shit is it's hurting me. I need to get out of here. Yeah. That's yeah. why I kind of well, and I wonder if what the effect that you're thinking is mm -hmm. it getting. Yeah, aggressively it's bigger is just that you're it stopped and once it, it hits the start that, of it. Yeah, huh? Yeah, I, don't, I, I always assumed it was when the next one starts because then it's like that's the new blue zone. Mm -hmm. It's it's still the old one when it hits the white line. But I don't know. Yeah. I guess we go either I way. I really like looked into it. I, I like that they're increasing the zone damage after the first zone though because when you think about it, usually like the second phase of the game 
is the most boring part, right? The first phase you loot, the last phase you're in that, like that top 10 situation. But that middle phase is just like, I have enough loot and I just kind of have to sit here because the zone's still really big. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I like and running around is just putting a target on your head. Yeah, exactly. So, maybe even increase the speed just a tad bit too. Hurry up that little like mid part of the game. Yeah, I think that um, vaulting is going to be on the test server really soon. Finally, and that, they, 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 need, they said they want to go through three iterations of the test server with it before yeah. it hits uh, live. So I'm excited for that. So many times those walls with the cracks in them. So I'm just like, whoo! Oh nope! Whoo! Nope! It's like, damn! You gotta master that uh, that jump crouch to <laughs> to really uh, get. Yeah, people uh, are like, you always your keybind. I'm like, no, no, I don't care that much. <laughs> um, all right. That's enough of PUBG talk, probably. Yeah, thank okay. God. All right, all right. Let's uh, let's move on and let's talk about Destiny Two on the PC. Okay. Full slide. Yeah. Uh, so I I did not play Destiny Two on console when it came uh -huh. out. Uh, I waited specifically to play it on PC. Uh, what about you guys? I played a couple solid, maybe two or three weeks solid of. I'm I'm three hundred three oh two or something on on a PS4. I don't regret that at all. I have uh, not put any time into Destiny 2 because I on PC because I have been like filming the past two days for my new show and but I want to uh, because that's where all my friends are playing. Uh, the only reason I played it on PS4 was because I like I just couldn't wait. I was like a child, so <laughs> I mean, what can I do? What are you afraid of? Uh, I've played I don't know countless hours on Xbox, but then I only played enough to make a con like the content that we did for Achievement Hunter. Uh -huh. Then after that, I was like, I want to wait. And then now I have like 15 hours in Destiny PC, mm -hmm. like uh, power level 235. So getting ready for that PC race. Uh, and Ryan, I think you said you haven't tried it out yet. I have not tried it on the PS or the place. Sorry, the PC yet. <laughs> the PS PlayStation. The, PS, the PS PC. I was like, the, why is Trevor bothering me? The PlayStation. I, the, I mean, I played the, the beta and the mute. just the frame rate and, and controlling of the mouse and keyboard was like was unreal. Mm -hmm. So good. I wonder. I wonder how it's going to change the dynamic of like what guns are are good if since the recoil acts differently. So mm -hmm. I guess we'll see. I mean, I think we've definitely seen like uh, a splinter. Like you look at a game like Overwatch where. Some characters are really pref preferred on console, and some are really preferred on right. PC. And uh, so I, I think, yeah, you might see people liking guns on the PC that they don't like on the other one. Well, the, uh, the go-to for the beta was the uh, the Devil's Hand Cannon, mm -hmm. and that's just something you don't use on console. But mm -hmm. on PC, it was just hand cannons everywhere because you can instantly just control precise. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, 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 I hate the hand cannon oh, wow. on consoles. You just, yeah, you just can't. But then on PC, just like pop, pop, pop. It's just headshots. Yeah, when I first started playing on PC, I was like, no, I'm not going to use a hand cam. I'm not going to use a hand cam. Then I got one that was like significantly better. I was like, all right, I'll equip it. And I started using it. I was like, holy shit. It's like, no. wow, it's awesome. Yeah, this is, this is good. Yeah, I'm going to use Sunshine. That's my favorite gun in all of Destiny. Even on PS4, I really like that gun. I'm, I'm really excited to play with it on the PC. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, the, it's it's making me regret. Like, my, I have a 4K display, but it's uh, 60 hertz. It's making me <laughs> regret that it's only 60 because the game does play really smooth. Yeah, no, and, they, they, uh, it it's great. well optimized, dude. Mm -hmm. It's optimized well. I like it. I'm playing on a. 1440, 165 hertz monitor, and it's everything I could ever ask for. I was like, I think, uh, uh, it just it controls so well, and the like, just having faster load times where my uh, I want to travel somewhere, my ship will just fly in, and then like two three seconds it flies off, and I'm just mm -hmm. like, oh thank you, like, yeah. Jesus, no yeah. more of these like 10 second like sitting in space just sitting there. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Shit. Uh, oh yeah. So I will say I. Uh, I'm, I'm 
I haven't played that much, I guess. I'm I'm on IO. I'm still like playing through the, mm-hmm. the story mission, story. like where you go to find Akora. So it's like I'm only like light level 110 or something. Mm-hmm. But um, there are moments where like I kind of roll my eyes story-wise. Like there's a mission where you're helping Cade Six, and he says, "I don't have time to explain to you what I don't understand." It's like okay, we get yeah. it, we get it. Yeah. Like you're like you're. I know you're poking fun at yourself. Yeah, but it's like don't don't dredge up those memories. <laughs> Let them be. <laughs> they they do a good job in that story of ending on a really high note. The last few missions are like amazing, mm-hmm. super fun. They're the best missions I have played in Destiny. You think so? Yeah, yeah, in Destiny. In yes, de- I mean Destiny. Yeah, I feel like, uh, <laughs> and maybe it's because I played it co-op. In fact, I'm pretty sure it's because I played it co-op. But it was kind uh, of underwhelming. The last fight was easy on solo. Oh, okay, but I'm saying the missions themselves leading up to that fight were awesome. Mm-hmm. They're really awesome. Yeah, the cutscenes were great too. I mean, at least now we have a Destiny storyline that we could discuss, mm-hmm. good or bad. Follow. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just even free. I follow. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, they had a little bit of controversy with people claiming that they were banned for no reason, and yes. then, and then they came out and said, oh, they had a blog post where they said that you know they manually review every ban, and that 400 you know, people were yeah, 400 people were banned, and if they were banned, that you know there was a reason for it, and then like a couple of hours later there was an update saying. Reviewed some of the bands and overturned some of them. Yeah, like, they, what, they what only, what oh really? Yeah, they only overturned like four of them. No, they didn't give a number. They said in the initial post they said they overturned four from the oh. four hundred. Then they had an update saying oh, we reviewed them and we we undid some of them, oh, but they didn't give any number for, on, on that on the update. Is it, do you think there's like one guy that was like, oh, I didn't know that it was okay they did that? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was. It, I don't know. The requirements were weird. I've only like glanced at it. But it's like you can't do. Don't no game capture and like OBS X split. They 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 like denied no, that. So no third party. There was a post though that says you could. No, but, no, no, but they, said, they said in that terms that was, of the banning. That, that was like, yeah, that was not bannable. It was not bannable offense. But then there were there was like a blog post of like things like don't do with like Destiny Two. One of them don't was, capture with OBS. Yeah, no game capture. What about stri- uh, streaming? I mean, streaming consider game capture. Sure. You need a full screen capture. Oh, that's really stupid. Yeah, why, it was why would I'm, I'm like I was looking over this with Lewis yesterday. It's it's there, and then there was also talks about like you can't use like third party programs because it opens the door for like hacker programs. Like so you couldn't do like Discord's overlay. Um, on they your they PC. specifically you do did fraps, say, they, they did like, they did specifically say like performance overlays and Discord is, are totally fine. Yeah, and they said etc. So I'm looking at the article. Like, I didn't see this article you were talking about yeah. right now. It says um, so. It's talking about OBS and XSplit. Uh, game capture mode of applications such as OBS and XSplit is not supported. The following methods are supported for capturing video of Destiny 2 on PC. To capture while playing an exclusive full screen, hardware capture via Elgato, Avermedia, NVIDIA Shadowplay, and AMD Relive are supported. And to capture while playing in windowed mode, including borderless full screen, OBS and XSplit screen capture mode is supported, and OBS and XSplit window capture mode is supported. That's really so frustrating. It, it just doesn't mean do game capture. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what I mean. That's a sub mode. Eh, whatever. There's, there's still plenty of ways. You there's can plenty of ways to do it. It's just silly. the game capture is usually like the ideal way, just because yeah. you know, full screen. It's it's got all the overlays and like your desktop and everything. Oh, and it's also kind of frustrating. And when, the way I have my setup, like it's beneficial for me to do game capture. So it's like, well, mm-hmm. now I'm screwed. Yeah. yeah. When it comes to Discord and Mumble, it says, uh, oh, "Who's talking?" And visual notification features such as those provided by Discord or Mumble are not compatible with Destiny Two. Notification features may still be provided through the third-party application. That's and like that's, it seems like it that's, says they're not supported. Really it, doesn't, it doesn't say that these are like bannable things, though. No, they're not yeah. bannable. It's just not supported stuff. Yeah, that's it's, that's that's mm. weird. It's just weird. 
Yeah, I don't, I, I, mean, I don't know why. You can't do fraps or like MSI's like overclocked stuff, like overlays. It looks like they just don't want third-party overlays. I mean, I get it, like usable in the game because then apparently it's like the same type of uh, access that hackers use mm -hmm. to you know implement hacks into the game. So mm. I get it. This makes it a little trickier. It sucks. It's like DRM, right? Like it sucks for yeah. people who want to use this these tools for good purposes. Mm -hmm. right? Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll see how, uh, how the community reacts to that. I mean, this is still kind of, I think this just happened yesterday when they made that blog post. So this is still developing while we're talking about it right now. Um, I really wish that there were cross-platform saves available. I feel like I'm, I'm missing out. I wish that, that's why I didn't play the console version before. I didn't want to ruin the experience going into the PC version. Yeah. I wish I'd been able to play it on console and then use that character on the PC version, yeah, there's, or move over to it. Or at least like GTA, where you get that one-time character transfer. Yeah. I would have loved that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, I at least that. definitely have a lot of things on my my character on PS4 that I would love to bring over. I have pretty much every exotic weapon, except for like two. And I have all the armor I want, except for Iron Banner stuff. But since it was like a delayed release for PC, how would that even be? Because you can't just, you don't want to be able to transfer over like your raid-ready character. So, Maybe like after the... Like two weeks, but then it doesn't seem like there's a way to do it that's fair to people that don't have it on console. Yeah, maybe what do you mean one. fair? What fair? Who cares? How <laughs> <laughs> is it fair that's, or not fair? It's that's your true. Game. I'm, I bought two copies of the game. Yeah. Like I spent the time. I should be able to transfer the character over. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that would be fair or not fair is Crucible. I mean, that has its own method of leveling you, unless you're talking Iron Banner, which yeah. they probably haven't had an Iron Banner yet. So. Is the I haven't checked. Is the raid in right now for Destiny 2? No, next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Okay, so they're waiting yeah. delaying the week. Waiting. Which is cool because there'll probably be another raid run. Although there was controversy with the whole Prestige raid run mm -hmm. uh, on console. Oh yeah. Yeah. So if you guys didn't hear about that. The uh, raid was supposed to come out simultaneously with the Iron Banner. They ended up delaying the prestige mode raid a week because they're like, oh, we know that there's these known exploits, so we want to get rid of those before we have the whole world's first prestige run. Um, the raid came out, the prestige, the prestige raid came out. There was a team that beat it, got world's first, and they used um, an exploit to get world's first. Mm. And so now there's this, there was like this whole controversy of like, well, why are you giving that to them? If like, you know, that should have been taken out of the game, mm. et cetera, et cetera. And so there was that it's whole world's issue. first asterisk. Yeah, asterisk yeah. used, I think it was like a cold heart exploit. Mm. Like, yeah, for the final boss. Mm. The like, glitching ooh. question was called coil glitching, which happens when you swap weapons, I guess, and it refills your heavy ammo when it's not supposed to. Okay. Huh. So basically you had way more heavy ammo going throughout the raid so you could finish a lot faster. Throughout the whole raid? I believe so, yeah. Ooh. Uh, that's, that's big. That's big. Just pop, pop, pop. Over and over again? Jeez. The glitching yeah. question is called coil glitching. It's a cheese attached to the Wardcliff coil rocket launcher uh, yeah. that lets players instantly fill up their power ammo. Damn. And how that's exactly is that done? Uh, let me look science. into it. <laughs> Ryan! <laughs> <laughs> I, I would Please be surprised if, in if, uh, if it's still in there. Hopefully they've gotten rid of that. Um... Did you also see, while he looks that up, one, one quick aside, that the collector's edition shipped with a metal case for the game disc, but no game disc? What? It came with a Battle.net code and uh, just like a paper. Because uh, I guess the console disc. versions had a disc, right? Right. They didn't want to like cheat people out of that, that steel box, that sweet steel box so with nothing in it. You still get the steel box, but with just like a, a piece of paper. Weird, I mean, I would never weird do anything thing, with dude. a PC CD, though. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't even have a CD drive. Yeah, see, my, my PC doesn't even have a drive. I couldn't yeah. even read optical. So. Oh, there it is. 
that's the collector's edition. Uh, yeah, so there's nothing in there. It's all all flash. That reminds me. That really reminds me of my Halo Two limited edition. Oh yeah, yeah, it does. Wider, wider version. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, overall, I'm, I'm having fun. I'll, I'll keep playing it. Uh, I played it more than I probably would have just because I want to be able to talk about it here mm-hmm. on the show. Um, but I know now that we talked about it, PUBG's going to be calling back to me. Are you really, are you really going to slow <laughs> down? Shadow you, War. You waited this whole time to not play it? Well, I want to finish Shadow War. Okay. Right, like I, then, like, yeah. I, I still have a couple of games that I want to finish and then mm. come back to. What's your, what's your priority this week? Like, there's Wolfenstein, there's Odyssey, there's oh, Destiny and that doesn't, that doesn't count. there's Assassin's Creed. So right. Many. What, what, what? Uh, I'm not a big Assassin's Creed player, so oh, I'll I'm probably pass on that. Uh, but, I mean, Odyssey and Wolfenstein, I did not play the first Wolfenstein, so I probably won't play the second. I'll probably go back and play the first one and then play the second one. So that one's going to get backburned a little. Really? All right. Yeah. I mean, first one's awesome, though. They do do a long recap. That's another, that's another part of the... Part of the game that you will watch if you choose to there at the start is there's a, a sizable recap of retelling of Wolfenstein One right mm. at the beginning. So okay. Ryan, for how to explicitly explicitly do this glitch, coil glitching is an exploit used to instantly refill your power weapon ammo by equipping the Wardcliffe coil and exotic rocket launcher, then picking up power ammo, then switching to a different power weapon, you immediately get full power ammo. Huh. So basically, you would just keep restocking power ammo. And Destiny even finally came out with kind of a response. Uh, where in response to a post on Reddit, they said, we have seen the reports that an ammo exploit was used today in the Prestige raid. This was not the specific exploit we were checking for, and we don't currently have the ability to detect it. Tomorrow we will release the top three finishers for the Prestige raid. You can make your own decisions as to who should be celebrated. Oh. <laughs> what an oh. interesting way to dance around that. Jeez. That's oh. funny. Also, I mean, how would they detect that, though? There's just, like, no way, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously something is happening that's triggering the ammo fill, but... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's an ability on that weapon or s- that. Is the Warcliffe coil, when you walk over a uh, heavy ammo, automatically refills the Warcliffe coil's ammo. The clip by yeah, the the, the active magazine or whatever mm-hmm. is in that thing. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. You can make your own decisions. Yeah. <laughs> so you're you're gonna hold off on Wolfenstein, hold off on Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Odyssey, I think Odyssey is like by far top of my chart. Yeah, and it's getting great reviews too. Of course it is. Like I'm, I'm not surprised in the slightest. Yeah. Uh, so what are you gonna play? Hats. Uh, yeah, I'll probably finish Shadow of War mm-hmm. and then maybe go to Odyssey. Mm. We'll see. But I mean, Odyssey's like, since it's a Switch title, I'm always like, oh, I'll just play it when I travel. Yeah, that's. I think I don't know. I think I could wait at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I need to play it. But that's what I said about Stardew Valley. I was like, oh, but I had to finish Golf Story. Finish Golf Story. Then I haven't been traveling, so I haven't picked up Star. I haven't played Stardew Valley, even though I own it. Yeah. So it's like it's just this eternal cycle we're stuck in, where there's too many games and I can't play them all. There's too many games right now. Definitely. Stop making games. Good problem. <laughs> Stop. All right. Uh, I guess let's go ahead and uh, move on to our next topic. Let's do some new speed run. couple of news items to cover here. Uh, looks like we got about three of them. First one, as I'm sure everyone has heard, is NeoGAF has collapsed <laughs> and is gone. And I guess they're not no more. They're, they came back, right? Did they uncollapse? I think they came back and then uh, everyone was still leaving. The site yeah. was like down. It's they're, like a run no, flat back tire. The site is back up. Uh, but uh, we've had a lot of uh, a lot of their moderators and users have left and started their own site. Uh, so there was an account of sexual misconduct by the owner of NeoGAF, Tyler Malka, that came out uh, Friday, October 20th. Uh, he has subsequently released a statement where he, I believe he denied it, uh, but people are still uh, questioning that 
and uh, it's, it's out there. And so a lot of members have left, and they started a new website called Reset Era, which is staffed with prominent moderators from NeoGAF. NeoGAF itself is the remake of another forum from another website that had gone away, the Gaming Age forums, which is, I guess, the GAF. Um, so, I mean, this, this cycle just continues, right? Like, the community built, went away, rebuilt, went away. They should have called it New NeoGAF, honestly, yeah. <laughs> in, uh, in, my, in my opinion. Um, I mean, do any of you guys really use NeoGAF a lot? No. Or post there? It's a website I didn't frequent, but I felt like a lot of news came out. Yeah, a lot of news came out. And a lot of people, a lot of people I follow in the games industry would, you know, tweet out or share links to threads or specific posts, and it was it was huge for uh, for game journalism and for, yeah. for for gamers to get news out there. And uh, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens from this if you know if the owner divests himself from it from NeoGAF and tries to have someone else take over, or if Reset Era is going to take off, or there's going to be some other website uh, that tries to take it off. Who is it? Was it OpenCritic, I think, also said that they welcomed NeoGAF members and tried to get them to come over to their Jeez. forums. I mean, once this kind of event happened, usually the, that's just kind of the breaking point for that site. I mean, is there really a going back for NeoGAF at this point? Uh, probably not. I mean, they've lost a lot of their, yeah. uh, their, their members, their moderators. and Once that active user base is gone, it's like, yeah. Yep. What do you do? Yeah. That's your evangelists to bring more people there, unless they can somehow still manage to, to get some really important breaks or something. Yeah. We'll, we'll see if. Uh, I mean, I think at this point, you're you're right. I agree with you. I think it's probably over for NeoGAF, and we'll we'll have to see where those users and where that information is going to be coming from now. Hopefully, uh, everyone rebuilds quickly and uh, moves on to reset era or somewhere else. Uh, at least there is. A clear direction for them to go, and it's yeah, not just yeah. kind of like aimlessly scattered to the wind. Because uh -huh. I feel like it was—I mean, it was a really important website for a lot of people. Have any of you guys ever been involved with like a community that went away or disappeared online? Dig. Oh, dig! Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was like, it was really rough for a little bit. Like I, I went to, it's, I went to dig. Like I went to Reddit like every day, and mm -hmm. then like suddenly things start to like I think the site layout changed. Because they went to V4, right? Yeah, and there was a lot of there's a lot more like nonsense on the front page and then people just started quitting and like for a while the front page of of dig was all just reddit posts so it would link to this <laughs> to link to reddit and then I, I guess that was people's way of like migrating to the new site and then, and then now i'm on reddit all the time mm -hmm. yeah. I, I remember i did the exact same thing i never went to reddit and then one day like i like they launched that v4 layout i was like all right i go to reddit now yep yep uh, i moved i just moved on uh what about you guys any involvement like that mm. Not all I can think of. Yeah, I know. I probably avoid, they, they're probably so dead to me that I've forgotten them. I've forgotten. Them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it's always a sad thing, but uh, hopefully we uh, hopefully everyone figures it out. Mm. Anyway, also uh, just the other day, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp got announced, which is Animal Crossing on iOS. I wish Ashley was here because I think I'm. Do you play? No, no. I'm the only one who plays Animal Crossing here. I want a Switch version. Right. I mean, this seems mm -hmm. fine, whatever, uh, but I'm not that excited about it, especially because there's <laughs> real money current, like in-game currency you can buy with real money. Uh, they, they, so there, or there were always. You can buy golden bells now. Well, I'm just making shit up. Bells was the currency okay. that they had before. Now they have a new currency called leaf tickets, which is 99 cents for 20 leaf <sighs> tickets. Uh, so is this for? Animal Crossing. This random. Ben Crossing. just told me microtransactions range from $1.49 to $62.99 an item on the Google Play page. That's Is insane. the base game free? Uh, it has to be. Yes, free to play. So uh, an example for Leaf tickets is so uh, the game's all about like building 
you know, putting stuff in your house, collecting, mm -hmm. fixing your town up. Uh, you can build a bench and it requires six pieces of wood. Or you can use leaf tickets instead of having to go collect wood. Uh, and uh, that way you just pay to, to get the items. So it's uh, a so resource it's like, shortcut. Right. You can either spend time in-game to get the resources or spend real money to get the resources. Mm -hmm. it's uh, in fact, in, when they released the trailer for it that we're watching right now, at one point uh, at the <coughs> bottom of the screen there's a little bit of text that says, some cosmetic items require considerable hours of gameplay. So it's like even warning you that you, you're seeing a lot of cool stuff, but you might have to play a lot of time. It also says persistent. Yeah, it's always on. So you can't play it on a plane or <clears throat> unless you pay for Wi-Fi. I hate that. Yeah, oh. I hate that a lot. Um, <coughs> this, this Super Mario Run was the same familiar on mobile, though. It's not like yeah. you know, it's a lot of just like pay to this, pay to that on mobile. I think it's hard for... It's a hard adjustment for me because it wasn't a mobile game no, and exactly. that, that did become a mobile game. Uh, I guess at least it's, it's free to play, so it's got that going for it. Uh, but still, I'm 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 concerned that I'm going to spend money on this game. <laughs> oh, so you're not concerned? You're not upset about there being money? You're concerned <laughs> no, no, that I'm, it's I'm, going I'm, to hook I'm, you in? I'm upset that I have to spend real world money, and I'm going to spend real world money. I mean, you don't game. have to spend it to get the game, though. Right, right. And uh, you, you actually, haven't, you out. haven't been here. I talked about buying microtransactions, and no one else had. Uh, I, I knew I someone it. else had. I was like, yeah. it's you. I bought microtransactions yeah. before. Uh, and Ashley timed this perfectly. She's a big Animal Crossing fan. The, the game's coming out, I believe, at the end of November here, mm -hmm. but it came out already in Australia, New Zealand. <laughs> She's in Australia right now. Oh, cool. She's so, having a blast. Yeah, it was, per it, was, it was perfect timing for her. I think she may have... Uh, Will she be able to use it when she gets back to the States, though? Yeah, I've seen people... You can cha On iOS, at least, mm -hmm. you can like create a new account, change your region to there, get the game, and then just use your regular account mm. uh, back in, in North America. Huh. And I actually, I know someone in Austin who's done that, and, uh -huh. who uh, downloaded the game from the Aust Australia store. So it's out there. Again, I talked about this. I think I, don't, I think it was I don't remember if it was on the RT podcast or was the last time I was in glitch, please. I want it on the Switch. Yeah. Like don't give me this stopgap mobile stuff. I'm gonna play it for a week and be like, all right, that was fun. But it's not what I want. Like I want a hundred hour experience. What on do my you Switch. do in that game? You just build a town? Build a town, Ryan. That's all you do. It's, it's, it. it's not a busy work game, but it's another relaxing busy work game. Throw, it's like a Stardew. It's like Stardew, yeah. Okay. Or it's just Stardew is like Animal Crossing. Right. Chicken egg, got Animal, it. Animal Crossing definitely came first. Yeah, uh, but it's 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 fun. It's just relaxing. You go around and uh, you pay off your mortgage. You expand your house. Oh man, really? Do I fishing. get to simulate paying off a mortgage? <laughs> yeah. And fishing. And fishing. Boy, you're really hooking me in now. You got to pull weeds. I I got I get to weed too. Yeah, you can plant trees. I won't even <laughs> weed in real fruit. life. So we're not Nintendo people. Oh my god. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. It's the busy work simulator. It is, but it's you. You get to prioritize your busy work. Yeah. Oh. And then, man. and then if you don't play in a while, you get guilt tripped by the townspeople. Like <laughs> I haven't seen you in a long time. Well, that's very Nintendo. Nintendo's very judgy if you leave it alone for too long. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm. And you, yeah, it also gets mad at you if you power off without saving. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's you're talking about having Animal Crossing on the Switch. It's got to be coming eventually, but is it probably too soon right now? Right? They'd be blowing their load too early because you got Mario Odyssey. I mean, yeah, heaven forbid, they've released two top-tier games this year. I mean, they gotta <laughs> heaven forbid they, they do a third. They gotta stretch them out. I mean, I mean real, realistically, the big, like, AAA Nintendo games that have come out this year have been Zelda and now Mario Odyssey. I guess Splatoon 2. And Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Uh, but yeah, that was essentially the Wii U version. That's okay. It was still a huge game that people bought and played. Yeah. I, I did. I was one of them. Yeah, I, no, I bought and played it too. And still, every six, eight months, put out that big hitter. Just keep them, keep them coming. I guess so. I guess I just wish... 
I don't know, I guess Mario, no, I don't know how we would rearrange it. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Like, like, I wouldn't put Animal Crossing out before Mario or Zelda on the Switch. Maybe before Splatoon. When you've made it a platform that is so difficult to navigate for third-party vendors, you just really have to space out your first-party titles. Yeah. yeah. Hey, well, they, they, to their credit, I feel like you're, you're seeing more third-party support. A lot of good indie games, dude. Mm-hmm. Golf Story is definitely one like of them. Great. I mean, I thought it was a great bit of transparency of watching what Stardew Valley went through trying to get onto the platform. Mm-hmm. Like, why is it this difficult for a game that exists already on multiple platforms? Yeah, yeah that game is it's, it's good on the Switch. I've played it. I've played. I have not played as much as I want. Seems like the perfect Switch game. Yeah, and, and in fact, when I started, I started playing Stardew Valley late. When I started playing it, I said, "Oh, this is going to be perfect on the Switch." Are you one of those Stardew Valley people that have like Google Docs and spreadsheets and? Uh, I'm not that crazy about okay. it. Like I'll I'll, 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 I'll Google <laughs> stuff. Like if I have a question, I'll look it up. But I won't. I won't. I haven't created my own document to save. Uh, but yeah, it's fun. Um, and then our last little bit of news here. Just no one's surprise. Connect is finally dead. Yay! It's over. Throw it away. Uh, they, Microsoft officially announced they're no longer manufacturing Connect units. They will only be available until they're sold out. So it's over. Much like the HD DVD drive, it's another accessory that's uh, going to be relegated to pawn shops for five bucks or something. Oh, yeah. Think of, of all those great Connect titles that we'll never be able to play. A... Hmm. Or the ones that never like, came out, like the Milo thing. Uh, oh, Milo. And yeah. You know that one that everyone. Connect Adventures? Connectables? The one that was a. Yeah, you're bundle? right. Nobody played any of them. No, it's, it's, <laughs> there's nothing there. And, but, and even the some of the integration on Xbox One was stupid, like the Dead Rising. The only thing I like. You're crazy at, yeah. the, at the site. Or, or good old Skyrim accidentally yelling oh, Fusroda. God. Accidentally, accidentally yelling, yelling. Yeah, just casually laying it out. Uh, you know, <laughs> dude. Well, it's, it's, the problem was I trained my dog to do something to fuss Roda. No, I didn't. But uh, it, the only thing I'm going to miss literally is being able to go Xbox volume up. Mm. And I only miss that because I still have one connected, but it stopped working months ago. Mm. It just sits there fallow. I think I've bitched about this on this show before, but... A game forced me to unplug the Kinect from my Xbox. When I went to, oh, yeah. when I played Tacoma, uh, I, I downloaded it, had it on my Xbox, went to launch it, and you you launch it, the splash screen comes up, it says press A to start, press A, press A, nothing, 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 kept pressing A. Say like, all right, let me restart my Xbox. Restarted, try to launch it again, press A, nothing, nothing. You know, hard booted it, and turned it off, turned it back on, launched it, same thing. Unplugged it from the wall, plugged it back in, same thing. So I looked it up, you know, I did a Google search. And people were like, oh, yeah, unplug it from the wall, unplug your Kinect, plug it back into the wall, and then uh, it'll work. Did that, game launched fine. I was like, all right, so my game's, my Kinect has been unplugged since then. It's like, how does that get through certification? That's a real with, uh, Windows no one store right Kinect, there. Right. <laughs> right. Well, it's no like, Windows <laughs> store. <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's like, it, like, that was so apparent that the platform was definitely abandoned by then. They don't care if you're literally unplugging something. And that, that was my launch Xbox. Like, I could not get the Xbox without it. That's uh-huh. when they were saying, the Xbox does not work without the Kinect. And how far we've come from then. <laughs> the QA department didn't even have one to test it with, probably. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the, the, the one bright side I can say about it is, with the Kinect going away, and this has been already uh, the case for a while, that frees up additional memory and CPU resources for developers to do additional things on the platform. So, we'll see. What do you think of the new dashboard? Um, 
I haven't used it extensively because, like, uh, I played a little bit of Shadow War and then I, you know, switch over to my PC stuff. Uh, I'm not a fan. So the big problem I have with it is I primarily use my Xbox. Like, I run my TV through it, so I primarily use it as one guide. When my Xbox turns on, it goes straight to TV. Like, it doesn't. I don't mm. see the dashboard. So if I want to play a game, you know, I'll pick up my controller and I'll hit the guide, and so I get like that little side one, mm -hmm. and it only shows like five pins there. Yeah, and I wish it showed more because now I have to like scroll down and click on that to have another screen load in order mm -hmm. to get to my game or whatever application I want. And I just find that is annoying to me. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I'm still kind of learning to navigate it, so I do like that it feels a little bit snappier <coughs> than it used to, uh, a little bit more responsive. That part's nice. Uh, I'm not 100% sold on the layout at this point. I do like that it's one less ad than it used to have on the landing page. So, hey, kudos for that. Go fix your fucking store. Uh, on the PC. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to just inject that into every conversation I have, it re revolving around Microsoft even tangentially from now on. Go fix your fucking store. Uh, it's all right. I mean, it's kind of glowy and ugly hmm. in a lot of ways, too. Yeah, it's got a weird glow to it. It's yeah. Kinda... It's like it's radioactive. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. How, how many... Iterations are we gonna go through here? I feel like every like twice a year now we have like the new dashboard experience. Look, they've figured out a bunch of ways to make a bad UI. Eventually they'll stumble on a good one. They had one, it was blades. Blades were alright. <laughs> blades were not alright. Blades were slow as shit. Everyone thinks blades were great. Blades were fucking terrible. No man, I had a fast deck. You remember this? Swoosh. <laughs> waiting, waiting, <laughs> waiting. Page content. Uh -huh. It was terrible. It was a great noise, though. Swish, swish, it was, swish, it was, swish, that was the only good part about the blades, was the, the, the noise. You could just swish back and forth fast. Yeah. You could swish. You wouldn't get the content, but you could swish real yeah. quick. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I feel like the past couple of iterations are like, that's it. We fixed the dashboard. It's awesome now. And it comes out, and it's like, all right, I guess it's better. But yeah. <laughs> there hasn't been a real uh, game changer. Um, but You know what? They should stop working on it. Fix the store. And then come back. And come back, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I wonder, like, so we, they're obviously they're doing a lot of work and a lot of tinkering. This isn't part of the news, but I'm going to bring this up anyway. Um, did anybody else read the post by Frankie from 343 uh, regarding Halo Master Chief Collection on Reddit? Mm -mm. No. It was, pretty, it was pretty interesting. He had a, a fairly long post talking about what went wrong with Master Chief Collection and why it has taken three years, essentially, to fix it. Because they're putting out a big update for it now Is with it the Xbox broken? One X. Yes. Oh. Uh, so they're, uh, they're, they're, it's finally getting all addressed and fixed with this revamp that they're doing mm -hmm. for the Xbox One X launch. And he talks about how, you know, really the hardware and the software on the Xbox wasn't ready and how the scope of the, the plan for Master Chief Collection changed midway through development. And that's why they kind of had to rush everything. I think initially they were just going to be shooting to do uh, a Halo 2 remaster. And then they yeah, thought, really ambitious. Right? Why not just redo all of them and put them all into uh, onto one platform? Yeah. <laughs> so that's what they did, and they rushed for it. And uh, just some of the networking differences between the different platforms and the way that they handled matchmaking just didn't work. So back back in the day, when um, when I was working at IGN, I was a part of the IGN first team. Mm -hmm. So we had early access to uh, the Master Chief Collection because we were reporting on it like a month before it came out. And two months before the game came out, we went down there to, you know, grab a bunch of content and play the game, et cetera. 
And we were sitting there and they're like, you know, here's, you know, here's Halo 2, here's everything we're trying to do. And we're like, well, okay, like this is, this is awesome, it's ambitious. But then came the list of like, well, we still got to implement this and we still have to implement that. And there's, there's still this piece that's coming in hot. And I was like, this game is supposed to release in like a month. And there's like literally like two thirds of it still like not pieced together. Mm. It's, it was just unfortunate that I was, I was sitting there, I was like, ooh, this is not gonna come out great at all. So, I mean, the, the post here that he made is really long. I'm just gonna show you guys how long it is. We'll, we'll link to it, but I mean, just to like summarize how- He went off. Yeah, oh, how deep of a discussion it was. So, I mean, there's, it's a huge wall of text. It's, it's, if you, you know, were upset about the Master Chief Collection, uh, justifiably so, I'd, I'd recommend reading it to see, you know, what they have to say about so it. So you're saying, Now's the time to finally go play it. Uh, when the Xbox One X enhanced version <laughs> comes out. So you're saying in like two weeks. Like two weeks. I don't know yet if I'm if I'm getting one of those. I've pre-ordered one on Amazon and maybe on Walmart. I'm not really clear on that right now. I feel like I very distinctly <laughs> ordered one on Walmart and then I went and looked and I was like, I can't Dude, find can't any record find that this happened. So I ordered one on Amazon. Well, you might get two then. We'll see. I may have bought a thousand dollars worth of Xbox One X's, but I hope not. Mm. Is anybody else picking up a, a One X? I thought about it, but I was like, two hundred dollars more, I could get a 1080 Ti. <laughs> yep. I mean, yeah. I got one pretty much explicitly for the purpose of taking the bullet to see if it was worth it. Mm. Like to mm. get one to talk about it. Oh, you getting two then? Or two? Doubling up. Yeah, I pre-ordered one on Amazon when the pre-orders went live. Uh -huh. So hopefully getting that in a couple of weeks. Well, we'll see. Um, all right, uh, we're gonna move on to our, our next topic of discussion. And I don't know if there's an interstitial, so I'm just gonna stare at the camera. Is there an interstitial? Scariest game. Oh, we're talk about some scary games. It's, it's October, right? It's a spooky month. Ooh. Halloween's coming up soon. Oh shit, Halloween's next week. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's really soon. Uh, so we're gonna talk about everyone's favorite scary game. Uh, mine's, mine's gonna be a fairly recent one. All right. Uh, I really liked Until Dawn. Oh, that is a great one. Uh, yeah. I think that came out two years ago now. Very on, cinematic. On yeah, it was great, all, all the different choices. Uh, I, I, every October, I have the intention of going back and replaying it. I haven't replayed it yet this October. I need to go back and, and check it out again. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a, it was a really fun game, lots of branching story options, and I thought it was executed really well. It's a really great game to play in front of an audience. Yeah. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Adam, what do you think? I don't have a favorite scary game. That's right, you're not a scary game like guy. I like scary games, but... Um, What's your least favorite scary game? <clears throat> I played a lot of Outlast. Uh, I don't like that game. I do like the setting, though. I think the setting's really cool. Uh -huh. Reminds me of uh, a movie called Grave Encounters, where it's like you're, they're all stuck in a building with creepy ghosts and everything is shaded green because it's night vision. Uh, uh, but Sounds like 13th Ghost. Remember that movie? I don't remember that movie. Yeah. Um, but come uh, on, one of the great Matthew Lillard movies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at some point, I want to go back and play more Alien: Isolation because thematically, that's like one of my favorite universes ever. Um, yeah. And yeah. Predator, new Predator movie coming out. New Predator movie coming out. Yeah. Poster. There is. Yeah. I missed that. Damn. Sorry. It's gonna be terrible, but it's gonna be good. Yeah. Uh, from what I played of Alien, like it was really, at least art direction-wise, it was super true to, to, mm -hmm. to Alien. Uh, the, the first movie and sounds and sometimes everything. frustratingly so when yeah. you're getting on that CRT green screen computer system. I love it. I love it. I, I just got really scared playing it. The androids were very scary. 
That's where I stopped. I feel like that would have been a great game if it was eight hours. They tried to stretch it to like 20, and it mm. just got to the point where you spent eight hours going one way of the ship, and then it was like halfway, it's like, all right, let's backtrack all the way back, and it's just like, eight hours of this Fair would have enough. been awesome. 20 was just too much, yeah. in my opinion. I wish they'd uh, kept the VR part of it working. Because it, it had a native VR support for Oculus. That would have been cool. Sort of. I mean, it was like a, a kind of beta implemented feature, but it did work on the DK2. Mm. Um, I, I haven't tried recently, but I don't yeah. think they kept up with it. Hmm. Let's see. My scary games. If it was back in the day, Fatal Frame. Oh, yeah, I love Fatal Frame. Yeah, that was awesome. Great game. Uh, if it was like a handful of years ago, Outlast, I thought it was scary. Mm -hmm. And then uh, just recently, it would probably be Resident Evil 7. Mm. But like the first half of RE7. Does it change? It, it, yeah, the pacing gets a little bit more action-based. The, the first half, in my opinion, or like the first quarter, which is like, that was really spooky. Yeah. In, in the house, the dad. Should have put a little on VR in that game. That's too much, man. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it seems like it'd be too much. It, it made me laugh. Uh, like we were, we were doing, or I guess the No was doing, filming of people playing Resident yeah. Evil in uh, VR to see how scared they'd get, and I was just laughing the whole time. Like I felt like I had played way scarier games already in VR. So yeah. like playing Resident Evil Seven, I was like, oh, this is nothing. This is easy. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. No, for me, it was. I didn't want to be there. So do you think that like, VR is like the preferred? delivery mechanism for horror games now? I mean, it's way more immersive, so if you're already prone to getting scared of games, you're way more in that universe. Mm -hmm. I, could, I could definitely see that working. I don't like scary games, though, so I don't care. I don't be involved. Yeah, we've definitely seen some good examples of that in, in VR. Uh, Emily Wants to Play is a good one. Uh, there's, that scared me. That was, it can be pretty, pretty freaky until you get used to it. So yeah, and then you get the rhythm down. Uh, there's so many games like that where as soon as you understand them, a lot of that goes away. I mean, uh, Dead by Daylight used to be really, really intense when to, you, you get the mechanics of how the, the interaction between the survivors and the monster are. Um, I think a, a kind of a side one that I always thought was, was intense and got me feeling like I should be scared, even though it, uh, it was into more of a psychological thing, was The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. It's, I've never played that one. It's, that. it's got a real environment to it where you're like, it's kind of like uh, if you ever played Gone Home, mm -hmm. only it's way better than Gone Home. Uh, oh. But it's a shorter game, but it's just like you're trying to understand what's happening. And there's you know things that you come across very early on, like a murder, and you can kind of psychically see what happened in that spot. And there's just so many unusual, like unexplained things happening, and you're starting to dissect the story of the world that you're in. Uh, but it's not one of those where it's like, frequently things are coming at you. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it puts you in a world where you're really uncertain about what's going on. And it's just, uh, there's good so looking. many gorgeous views in it. It's, yeah. But it's a, this beautiful world that's so empty. Mm. Mm. It's like things that should be populated but aren't. One scary game that I really liked that wasn't so much scary, but the parents was cool. It's called Condemned Criminal Origin. I was literally about yeah. to bring oh, that up. Oh, I forgot about that. It was yeah. literally awesome. Yeah. That was the, the, with the premise where like, you're a detective and you're you're trying to chase down a murderer, but the murderer is killing other like murderers, and and he's using the same methods that they use to kill their victims. That is awesome. That's probably one of like the two scary games that I've played through multiple times because the combat in the game is so good. I don't yeah. feel like they've done. Melee combat as well as they did in Condemned. 
in first person. Yeah, it's really good. There's yeah. a lot of scary moments where like you're in a uh, house in a cornfield, and instead of using your flashlight, you're forced to like use your black light because you have to follow like a trail of like <laughs> writing. Or when you're in the um, that abandoned mall and the Christmas music starts playing and then like, the, the, there's, like a part, there's a part in that game. This is an older game. I don't know if I, I know games have done it this was since early in the 360 cycle. Yeah, yeah. The, there was a game. The part where you're in a, a mannequin factory, which is like oh. perfect, perfect setting for uh, like a scary game. But you're, you're walking this mannequin factory and like they all look like mannequins, but some of them will jump out and get you. But there's one part where you walk into a room and you just see like four mannequins, and then that's like the end of a hallway. So then you turn around, and then behind you from where you came are like four mannequins lined up. And then like as you turn, the mannequins start to like surround you, and like the more you turn, they just close in, close in, close in, and eventually it like, goes black. It's really, really good. Yeah, no, it's it's really awesome. Uh, the other the other scary game I actually played was Resident Evil Four and Five, uh, but Four was my my baby. I love that game on GameCube. Mm -hmm. Um, me and my friend would play that like nonstop. So uh, Ben just reminded me, I forgot about this, that Until Dawn is having a PSVR prequel that's coming out in November, The Inpatient. It's really cool. They, uh, oh, they, so they showed a teaser for it, or a little trailer for it at E3 this past year. It's uh, not going to be like the nonsense PSVR title that Until Dawn has already released. Oh, right. The, the on-rail shooter. Yeah, that was not good. Until uh, Dawn on-rail shooter? It's, it was not good. It's like a carnival ride. You're on a roller coaster. Yep. Uh, but the, this is a, a prequel set 60 years before Until Dawn. The worry I have about this game is like Alfredo, I think it was Alfredo said, Until Dawn was a great game to play like with a group of people or in front of a bunch of people. If you're playing like on PSVR, it takes that element away, right? Because you're just playing like on a, on a VR headset and you're I mean, you closing can, yourself off. You can, because of the way PSVR works, you could still stream it or... or uh, you know, the, the second monitor is still there for everybody else. Yeah, but. It's a different experience. <clears throat> it's not. It's not as directed because then, on top of telling you what to do, people are going to be telling you where to look. Well, they they can only see what you see. Right, but like, oh, what was that? Look to your <coughs> right. Look to your left. Like they're going to want to see. Like you're going to be getting everyone directing you around. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I, I'm excited about that. I wonder if it's going to be one of the more like missed, where it's just you know, VR titles tend to fall into like a couple categories. Sometimes it's the you just are on this spot and can't move around and have to investigate your surroundings that way. Hopefully it'll be more dynamic than that, but I don't know. PSVR is kind of all over the place. Mm -hmm. Did um, So I wanted to touch on something else that Alfredo said earlier. Did anybody else play Fatal Frame or nobody? Mm -mm. It was a great game. It was, uh, I think it was a PS2, right? Yeah. Uh, the first one was on PS2. I think uh, you, you play uh, a Japanese schoolgirl who's hunting ghosts and the way you find the ghost is scary that it sounds. You have to look at them through <laughs> your camera, and your co your camera can do damage to them if you take pictures yeah, of ghosts. Yeah, cool. So it's like you don't have like a gun or a real uh -huh. like any type of weapon to fight a ghost other than a camera, and you like have to hold it up to like look for them. Mm -hmm. It's really creepy, atmospheric. Are they making a, a new Fatal Frame for the Switch or Wii U? I remember seeing that. It's either the like Switch a year or Wii U, right? Yeah, yeah like, where they were holding up the. Switch or Wii U game controller, and it was like you were taking pictures that way. No, that sounds familiar. cool. I'm looking it up. Sounds like a couple of E3s ago. Yeah, it might, might have been for Wii U, which it's probably canceled, if that's the case. Uh, there was Fatal Frame Maiden of Blackwater, which came out for Wii U in 2014 in Japan, 2015 in North America. Oh, it actually came out. Okay, never mind. <laughs> there you go. Oh. Go I, check it out. You didn't even know? Yeah, I like the series. I didn't even know. <laughs> my, my Wii U, I, I didn't really use it. I used it for Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. And <laughs> nice. And that was it. I played Splatoon 1 a lot more than I played Splatoon 2. I think I did too. Unfortunately. I like Splatoon 2 a lot. Salmon Run was, is a lot of fun. I didn't get to play it at all. It's good. Uh, but uh, yeah, I feel like I just haven't touched it as much. There's too many other games going on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Splatoon, great series.
Uh, not scary at all. Nope. Mm -mm. Uh, and then the other point we have here is, have you ever been scared in a game you didn't expect, like a scary moment in a non-scary game? Oh my God, dude. Any game, man, any, any, any game like that has a, a zombie level where like things start to get really dark and spooky, mm -hmm. I hate it. Because like I, I like it. what did you think about Ravenholm in Half Life Two? I hated it. What? Actually, actually, I loved it, but like it was, <laughs> it was it was terrifying. It was like it took me a long time to get through Ravenholm because you're just going through the like Half Life Two does have it is kind of scary mm -hmm. just on its own like with with the combine like the faceless soldiers chasing you and stuff. Mm -hmm. Not like scary, but like it's tense. Uh, but then you get to Ravenholm and it's just like it is just a zombie level with traps and crazy scary shit. The poison zombies, the 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 the, the running zombies, like. All the noises they make are terrifying, but yeah. But most games that have that, I hate it. Like that's a, a lot of time growing up. Like that was my stopping point in games. Like when mm. I would get to the, the zombie level, uh, I remember even in Halo, like that was always the part where that was. I got really scared. It was uh, was what was it? Three four three guilty spark level, with the one where the flood came. Oh, the flood! Yeah, yeah. 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 I was a little freaky because you get the the. He takes like the helmet like uh, recording. Uh -huh. and you yep. See what happened. It's like ooh. Yeah. No yeah, I'm, I'm getting real scared, but yeah, I, I don't really like it. But that that reminds me, this is it's not quite the same. But that you're talking about like re-seeing re the memory of them fighting the flood. It makes me think about the moment in Horizon Zero Dawn. I think it's God, where is it? Where you where the Grave Horde level where you go and you find those soldiers who made their last stand against all the uh, yeah, yeah. the machines that were coming. It's like just listening to them, like joking and like trying to stay calm and then like things get progressively worse as like mm -hmm. they're just being overrun by the machines. I like that kind of mechanic. It's the same kind of thing where it's not a scary game, but it like really sets an eerie mood mm -hmm. uh, for that level. Yeah. You realize awesome. that you're basically wading through the graves of a bunch of soldiers. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was That was really great. Um, then so, uh, some other examples they have listed here is like uh, the nightmares in Max Payne. Man, Max Payne a long time ago. Yeah, um, the morgue in Arkham Asylum, or the uh, the ghost in GTA V. You had a, a ghost video a long time ago. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it was back during IGN. Made like a, a video, just kind of like a walkthrough about it and how to trigger it and all that kind of stuff. That was way back in the day. I think I had no hair at that point too. I was just like buzz cut. Yeah, but yeah, I I, I like that. I remember I remember watching that video. That, that's really spooky to find that. Um, uh, find that ghost out of nowhere. Yeah. You're not expecting it. And Ben's also letting me know that supposedly there's a, a leak that's coming out right now that the Steam Halloween sale is supposed to start today. Today? Oh, okay. Ooh, that's spooky. Yes. So we got we got uh, some games we need to go find and I, buy I, I, and not no, play. No way. <laughs> horrible timing for a Steam sale. We're already, I'm already so far behind on it's so, so many other games. Yeah, I mean, we're, this, we're, we're, we're recording this on Thursday, the day before everything hits. Well, I guess... Destiny, Destiny just, just hit, but man, Mario is everything. Mm. <laughs> I was I was a little annoyed that Destiny Two unlocked like at noon. Yeah, on that on that day. It's just like, I was like, why not course, one a.m. Like corresponding with their server maintenance, I guess. I guess like I was gonna stay up late that night. Yeah. Like, I, I launched yep. BattleNet. Right there with and I was you. like, launch time zones. What? And I was like, oh fuck, it doesn't come out yeah. till noon. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right, I'm just gonna go to bed. Yeah. yeah. Um, on the topic of Fatal Frame, have you heard of a series called Dreadout? No. I've played that. It's, it's an a... indie game on Steam, very, very similar to Fatal Frame. Uh, they've kind of been updating it with different DLC and whatnot. The most recent one I could find was Dreadout Keepers of the Dark, which was released on March 24th, 2016. But it's very similar. You're a schoolgirl in a school or town with a cell phone that can detect ghosts. That game's pretty, pretty spooky, dude. Have you played it at all? I mean, it's, it is a lot like Fatal Frame, but it's like, it's, 
<clears throat> there's something. There's a quality to that game where it's like almost it's janky enough where it feels scarier somehow. <laughs> <laughs> it found the perfect balance yeah. of broken and scary. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll they'll put it on a um, the Halloween sale. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, it has very positive reviews, yeah. and it's uh, seven bucks. Yeah. There you go. That's a yeah. get expansion or something, but or oh, on something. This is uh, the, the original Dreadout is and by the collection. For every, with everything for twenty two thirty seven. Do you want a scary game? Is that, is that said in like Thailand or something? Um, I, I don't know. Doesn't say. Okay. All right. Well, that's all I got. All right. Cool, man. Cool. Let's go play some of these games. Let's go get working on our back catalog. So, thanks everyone for watching, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. We got a, more games to play.